Country music. I love country music. Country music. Country music. The future of country music's looking good. I love it. Country confidential. When I downloaded TikTok, I had no clue it was ever going to be the platform that would help launch my career. Country confidential. TikTok has undoubtedly taken the world by storm over the past few years. With over 1 billion people on the platform, new content is being made what seems like every second. New content means new trends and tons of new undiscovered talent. Country artists George Burge, Georgia Webster, Nate Smith, and Priscilla Block are just a few of the artists that have experienced the true power of this app. I wondered when these artists started using TikTok, what was it about their content that related to so many people and how they've been using their newfound fame to advance their careers? You know me, I want all the secrets and untold stories from their unique experiences going viral. I'm your host, Backstage Bobby, and this is Country Confidential, The Power of TikTok. George Burge is a Texas native, but no stranger to the Nashville lights. He moved to town with dreams of writing the kinds of songs that he grew up listening to. Little did he know that his biggest break would come from an app. It sounds really crazy when you say it out loud, doesn't it? And I think that George agrees that this journey of what seems to be an overnight success has really been one wild ride. The story is almost too crazy to be fiction. Um, it was really just uh, almost feel like a faded series of events that got me to where I am now. During COVID time last year, like a lot of us, I kind of took a moment for um, just reflection, you know, check in where we're at. Um, what are my goals? How am I doing on those goals? And, you know, where's my like personal state of mind, my happiness and my fulfillment. And um, I just wasn't in a place where I wanted to be creatively. There was some stuff I wanted to do um, sound wise and um, writing wise that I, I hadn't been able to chase yet. As hard as it was, um, I was ready to make a change. And so um, I asked out of the duo that I was in called Waterloo Revival. You know, I had to have that conversation with my my partner, Cody, at the time, who is still one of my best friends. And he was incredible about it. And uh, we asked out of our record deal, which is a scary thing. You know, we all dream about having a record deal and, and having a platform and an opportunity. And to, to walk away from that was, was really hard. And, and it caused a lot of sleepless nights. But I had started finding some success as a songwriter. And um, I was getting some cuts um, with some bigger artists and uh, kind of stagging some momentum that way. And one of the artists that uh, I had been writing for was Clay Walker. I had wrote his new single, uh, Need a Bar Sometimes. And through that relationship, um, we had gotten to be pretty good friends. And so Clay invited me down to his house in Galveston, Texas in December to write for his new record. And while we were there, um, I kind of just explained to him my situation, where I was, um, how I thought I might even be hanging up live music and just focusing on songwriting. And um, he looked me square in the eye and he was like, man, I'll tell you what you need to do. And, you know, Clay's a legend. He's got tons of hits. He's been around the industry for a long time. And he goes, uh, dude, you need to put your songs on TikTok. And that was like the last thing I ever expected to hear from him. I got to say, when I first heard this story, my jaw dropped. Can you imagine, first of all, getting advice from Clay Walker, let alone it be advice to get your songs on TikTok? But y'all, the story's not over. It gets even better. He, he went on to explain, he was like, there's no other platform where you can reach that big of an audience that quickly. And uh, he's like, it'll tell you, you know, whether you're heading in the right direction or not. And so um, that night I started an account 
and naturally I clicked the country music hashtag just because that's what I'm interested in. And um, as I was scrolling, um, I saw this girl who I now know as Erin Chambers, kind of lightheartedly poking fun at country music. And and her story was, uh, you know, country music or men in country music ain't nothing but beer, beer, truck, truck and girls in tight jeans. While she makes an excellent point, I kind of from a songwriting perspective, I was like, man, what if I spent a little time on this and showed her that I could put a cool twist and turn it into something cool? I seriously love that George was able to take an idea he saw on TikTok and make it into something immediately. He really took this meme and turned it into an incredible country song. Plus, he quickly saw just how much his songwriting would resonate with his newfound fan base. Over the course of 30 minutes, I think I wrote that chorus. And uh, we went to dinner that night. And, um, you know, I had like six followers at the time. I didn't use my Waterloo Revival name. I had no blue check mark, nothing. And um, we went to dinner for like three hours. and I really thought nothing else of it. Uh, And when we came back from dinner... uh, I popped open the app just to see, you know, what it had done. And uh, we had gotten like 20,000 followers in the course of three hours and had done a couple hundred thousand views. And uh, I'm looking at Clay. I'm like, you're a genius, dude. (laughs) You were right the whole time. Uh, But I kind of thought that was all it was going to be. And I was satisfied with that. It was it was an exciting um, little blip. Um, and I did not expect it to turn into much more than that. Um, but over the course of the next week, we just kept getting views and kept getting followers. And, and over almost a two week period, you know, we had gotten, um, well over a hundred thousand followers. We'd done well, uh, several million views. And there was such a demand to finish the song that I kind of looked at myself and I was like, all right, <clears throat> you know, if you're going to be the beer, beer, truck, truck guy, you better write the hell out of this song. And so I sat down. Um, and I was like, just channeled every ounce of creative energy I had. And I just created this storyline about the, you know, the dynamic between the country and the city and these fictional characters that maybe were in love, but had grown apart, but we're still maybe both thinking about each other. And, uh, you know, the nostalgia of the country and the excitement of the city. And I tried to just put it all into a story. And when I was done with it, I felt like it was more than just a meme song, that it was uh, a piece of art. And that was my intention. Um, I know that it kind of got its um, inception from being a joke or, uh, or being a TikTok song, but I wanted to create something that was special. And, you know, if I'm going to put my time and energy in, especially if I'm going to put my name on it, um, I wanted it to be something more than just a joke. And um, so I put out the full song and that's when it really went bananas and just went incredibly viral. Um, I ended up signing a record deal with Sony Records and um, got a songwriting deal. We're going out on tour this summer. Um, it's just been uh, truly life-changing for me. Um, so, you know, that uh, that course of events is almost too crazy to even dream about. But, uh, you know, we all hang around in this town as long as we can wait for your shot. And uh, I'm very, very thankful to have finally got mine. I love that George was able to tap into his storytelling roots and really make a song that I think hundreds of thousands of people, including myself, have had on repeat since it first hit TikTok. But being able to write a viral hit, I mean, you think that he's had some more experience with the app. That wasn't the case at all. It was 100% cold turkey. I even had to have Clay's social manager show me how to post my first post on TikTok. Um, You know, I was under the assumption, like a lot of us were, um, that TikTok was kind of reserved for twerking and pranks. And um, I will gladly eat crow on that one and admit that I was wrong. And I was so glad to have gotten on there because there is a huge community of artists and songwriters and, uh, storytellers. And there's just so much on that app. Um, you know, it's, uh, 
it's pretty cool um, to see the collaboration that's on there. And I've since connected um, with Aaron, uh, who goes by Rinstar, um, and she was incredibly cool about it. She was super excited about the song. Um, she's actually a songwriter on the song with me, which I'm so excited to have her on there. Um, and I got to know her a little better, um, and found out that she's actually an elementary school music teacher, um, which is really cool, you know, that she's getting to jump into the music world with me and, and had roots in music to begin with, which is really cool. So, um, it's been fun to have her on the ride as well. How incredible is that? And I think that it really speaks to George's character that he wanted to bring Aaron Chambers on, who wrote the song with him, too. I mean, she practically wrote the chorus for him. George experienced being discovered through TikTok virally firsthand. But I wanted to know exactly what his thoughts were on why people are more likely to get discovered through the platform. From my perspective, the coolest part about TikTok is candid as king. You know, a lot of um, labels and a lot of, um, you know, bigger artists, you know, you spend all this money to put out this polished content um, that has been doctored and edited and made to look like, um, you know, almost like a feature film or something. And, and TikTok is more off the cuff. And so you're, you're starting to see more personality and maybe pull back the curtain about what people are like in their day-to-day lives. And it's almost like a direct line to whoever you're following or talking to. And then, I mean, especially the collaboration aspect, um, you know, I was able to in real time, you know, feature Aaron's clip, her joke that she made and, um, stitch that into uh, my response, which was the song. And I think people being able to see the inception of the story and how it grew, um, it just gives you, you know, this sense of ownership that you were part of that ride and you were there from the foundation. And I, I think that's really cool. Well, if this story doesn't want to make you sign up for TikTok, then guys, I don't know what will. It's such a cool app. And I really couldn't agree with George more. We really get to see the rawness of the artists and really get to help them improve their craft. Plus, we get to do it from the comfort of our own living rooms, making these artists feel more accessible. Growing up a diehard country fan myself, artists always seemed so far away. But thanks to TikTok and people like George, I think it's safe to say that the tides are changing. I wanted to tap into what advice George had for other artists hoping to make a splash on the platform. I think the biggest thing is just being honest and um and a backstory, you know, the song, people can go listen to your song anywhere on any streaming platform. Tell people what the song's about. Tell people what inspired you to write the songs, show people the origin of it or what inspired you um, to create that piece of art. And I think that that's the like really special part of the platform is not only can you tell the story of the song, but you can also showcase the music at the same time. And I think that, uh, you know, in Nashville, we get spoiled. We get these writers rounds all the time where a writer sits there on an acoustic guitar and tells the story of the song and how they were inspired to write it and how the story came to them and everything. And then you get to hear the song, but on these, on streaming platforms, um, you're just going and pressing and listening to the song. So I think the more that you can include people on your journey in creating the song, uh, I think the more that people connect with it. George's passion for music is so infectious. And I know that country fans everywhere are feeling that passion and the artists that they're discovering on TikTok. And because of how easy it is to find new content on the app, there's hundreds of thousands of new country fans every day. George shared a little bit of his insight on why he thinks TikTok is so important and popular to young artists these days. 
I'm a little bit biased, but I think that country um, is having a resurgence. I think that country's cool. I think that people are excited about country music. I think that we're recruiting new fans every day. Um, and I think that TikTok is a platform that allows you to reach more folks um, faster than anywhere else. You know, when, when I think about uh, my beer, beer, truck, truck video that, and how it did a couple million views. And then I think about all my time in a road, um, in a van and trailer and how many shows and nights and weekends it would have taken me to reach, you know, 4 million people. It's an eternity, you know, and you can do it in the snap of the fingers if you're putting out quality content. And, um, that's pretty special, you know, and, and then on the flip side, you know, reaching that many people now, wherever I tour, they're following me and they can come out to a show and we can connect personally. And that's really special. And, um, you know, because there's fans that I would have not had the opportunity to connect with, um, that the platform got me in front of that. Now I can bring them out to the live show and now we can connect at a live show and now they can dig into music. And, um, it, and so it's, uh, yes, it is a fun and kind of goofy platform, but also it's like, man, I, without that, I would not have had the opportunity to connect with so many people and share my story and my music. And so I am thankful for that. It's no surprise that George has had a crazy successful journey this year. And of course, he's had some amazing opportunities. He's even getting ready to drop some more music. It's crazy what a few beers and trucks can do for you. Uh, I've got an EP coming out at the end of the year. I'm super excited. I was able to record five new songs. Um, and it is the most proud of any project I've ever been. The momentum from Beer, Beer, Truck, Truck, like I said, got me a record deal, got me a songwriting deal. We went in, cut these songs. Um, and I think we've got something really special. And I cannot wait to share that with the world. And then on the more near term, um, I got a call. Uh, from Nelly asking me to feature on his new Heartland um, EP record that's coming out here at the end of the month. So Nelly and I did a song together and I'm a little bit biased, but I think it's a monster and I cannot wait for everybody to hear it. Georgia Webster is from Hamden, Massachusetts, a small town which only has about 5,000 people. She grew up listening to all different genres of music, which explains her different influences that you can hear in her songs. But guys, her whole world changed when she shared her original song, Tell Your Mom, to her TikTok account in the summer of 2020. Like most viral sensations, Georgia didn't expect much after she downloaded the app. In fact, she hadn't really thought about posting any original content at all. So when I first downloaded it, like I was like everyone else and I just did it as a joke. Like it was, I think most people when they download it, it kind of starts as a joke and just watching videos. And I didn't ever think to post anything of my own stuff because I had had like a music account on Instagram at the time, uh, like a separate account from what I have now. So I didn't really think to post anything. Um, and I would post like dance videos, which I have since taken down because I just don't want to see any. <laughs> I don't want people to see that because I'm not a good dancer. But I would just post like funny stuff like as a joke. And then I realized that like a lot of people were actually posting their originals on there. So I was like, oh my God, like I might as well post one. Tell Your Mom was Georgia's first viral hit. She honed in on the trends that she saw on TikTok and posted the song. But I wanted to know if she had really just planned it that way. Was it really that easy? Was it really as simple just to leave it up to the TikTok gods? So I think I posted like a cover or two before I posted Tell Your Mom. And then Tell Your Mom was like my first original that I posted. And I knew that the bathroom thing was like big because the acoustics in the bathroom were really good. And I was like, okay, I'll just try that. 
Um, so yes, yeah, so I posted it, and my cousin was in town, so I was like hanging out with her, and I had I wasn't like addicted to the app at that point, so like it wasn't going on at that much. And then I checked it the next morning, and it like like I had all the notifications were coming in, and I was like, no way. So then I opened it up, and. It, it had like blown up and I was like freaking out. <laughs> we live in the age of social media where it really feels like anything is possible. But even so, I think it's pretty untraditional to break into the music business through an app. Georgia shared with me some of her thoughts on breaking into the music industry in such an unconventional way and how it's affected her journey with country music. So I didn't really know like where I wanted to go like genre wise like I wasn't really quite sure um, like I had known that I wanted to do music 100% but I didn't know like where exactly I wanted to go so um, from that one video I had a bunch of people reaching out to me which I couldn't tell like at first it was like kind of hard because I couldn't tell who was legit and who wasn't legit but the more that I started posting the more people kept reaching out to me and some of them were from New York and like some of them were from LA um, some of them were kind of like alternative I guess you would say like indie labels so I wasn't really sure like where I wanted to go with it um, and I had actually been talking to someone from New York for for like a while and I was like really like set on going the pop route and then I was like I had one more zoom call that I was gonna like take and it was with Zach at, from Red Light Management which is my management now and um and Zach and Callie and they were like the nicest people and I was like just clicked with them like right off the bat and they were kind of talking to me about like the country scene and asking me if I like country and I was like hell yeah, I like country. Like me and my boyfriend like ride around in his pickup truck all the time listening to country music. And I grew up in a small town. And um, so I just really like relate to country music. And I think a lot of my music like can relate to the country audience too. So I was like, yeah, so this is definitely, I knew that that was the path that I wanted to take. And even I think it's cool to have like a mix of genres, like not just like stay in one box. I feel like and I feel like country's cool with that. Like a lot of country is like, it's kind of all over the place, which is why I really like country music and also just like the storytelling aspect of it. I am so glad that TikTok brought Georgia to country music. I wanted to know a little bit more about her perspective on the platform and how it's a great way to discover new artists and music and why she felt that country music is resonating with people on TikTok people like don't really like realize how relatable country music can be and I feel like there's so many small towns like in the world that so many people can like really relate to it without even like knowing without even really like turning on country radio and have been listening to that before so I feel like TikTok is like a good way for country artists to like actually show people like you can relate to this and um, a lot of people, I think a lot of people can really relate to country music more than a lot of other genres. Yeah, it's like really accessible. I think it's like there's so many young people like and actually like I guess there's like really all ages on TikTok. Like my mom's on TikTok, my dad's on TikTok, like and they don't really even use social media, but they have it. And I feel like really like everyone has it now. So it's, it's kind of like there's like a little like subdivision for like each each person, I guess. So I feel like if you even like think about liking country music, if you even like have like a tiny little thought, like it will show up on your For You page because TikTok just like knows like what you like. <laughs>
Georgia's big break into country music is non-traditional, to say the least. She shared with me how she felt having a TikTok has played a huge part in her journey to Nashville. For me, like, it was kind of stressful at first because there were so many people reaching out. And like you said, like, I was just like, I went from literally just being like, I, I was going to go to school. Like, I was going to go to school for songwriting and that was the plan. And then once that, once everyone started reaching out to me, I really, like, considered like just thought about maybe I shouldn't go to school, maybe I should just focus on music full time, which is what I'm doing now. But I think it like really changed my path and my perspective on things and like, and really made me take it a lot more seriously. And like, I had to ask myself if this is what I really want to do, which it is what I really want to do. But it went from being like this hobby that I do all the time that I wanted to do to like something that I'm actually pursuing, which is um, really cool. TikTok can be so confusing to navigate, and honestly, it's really overwhelming and daunting for new artists hoping to spike viral gold. But Georgia has a few words for aspiring artists using the app to help boost their creative careers. Definitely keep posting even if something doesn't do well because TikTok's not like linear. Like if something doesn't do well one day, it could blow up in like a month. So if it doesn't get that many likes, just keep it on there. And also like I've learned, like I used to get so caught up in like how many people like it or how many people comment or like all the negative comments. But honestly, like you just have to remember why you're doing it and not take that stuff as seriously as I do. California native Nate Smith developed a love for music early in life. He performed in musicals in elementary school and in various garage bands throughout high school. In 2019, Nate released his first song, Wildfire, which ended up going viral on TikTok. The song, it's inspired by the wildfires in California, specifically his hometown of Paradise, which was affected in 2018. With a whole lot of hard work and perseverance, Nate amassed more than 15 million streams on his song, and his entire world turned upside down thanks to social media. But Nate's story, guys, it doesn't start with TikTok. It just, it feels like it's just grace. I don't even know how to really describe it, but, but like there's, I've been working really hard, you know, at it and stuff like that, but there's just been a lot of like people coming in and just kind of going, I'll give you a chance, you know, kind of thing and really give me a shot to help me succeed. But um kind of we'd have to back up just a little bit um so i lived in nashville uh in 2008 i moved here um and which was quite a while ago yeah and um i signed a a development record deal uh, with word records and then it sort of fell through and then uh i was kind of like what am i gonna do next and then i ended up signing a publishing deal with centricity music and uh, so i wrote songs for other artists so i I, to this day i can't believe they trusted me like to write songs for people's careers because like i've listened back to some of those and they're 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 god awful i'm like oh my god you know really bad um (laughs) and um yeah so uh basically i I did that for a little while and then um after a few years i I went through pretty tough breakup and uh needed to get back to home to california so i moved back home and sort of took a little bit of a hiatus i wasn't like planning on being an artist anymore at all i was helping at a church like leading worship and stuff and then um some other stuff like that yeah um and then um yeah, I, uh, it's kind of, kind of scooting a little bit forward. Um, I was working at a hospital in Chico, California and, uh, my town paradise, you probably heard about that wildfire and everything. So that the town burned up, some people died and it was just a really, really tragic, horrible, horrible, horrible thing. Um, really, really painful. And, uh, 
but I was lucky enough to get out. Okay. And I, I mean, I lost everything I had, but I was alive, good to go, you know, and uh, got moved in with my dad for a little while. And um, he lived in Chica. So I luckily I had a place to stay because a lot of people were living in their tents and like, it's pretty wild. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I was staying with dad and then I, a friend of mine sent me a guitar. Um, I, I didn't have one anymore. So he sent me a guitar and then uh, I wrote a song about it, uh, about the fire and stuff to kind of bring a little bit of hope. And uh, it just seemed like it like really connected with people. And I kind of was just like forgetting like the power of like a song, you know, and uh, seeing how that can really like impact people. And so it inspired me to start writing songs again. And um, I started doing that, started doing benefit shows, started playing um, country concerts. And uh, it's just been like, it was just crazy. So I started doing that to the point where I was doing that full time up until uh, COVID hit. And then like all my shows were wiped out and everything. My dad sold the house that I was staying in. And I had to kind of figure out what I was going to do. I love how Nate mentions grace. I really think it's a beautiful word to even just describe his music journey. And it's really grace that helped him return to music. Even though he's had to face some tough obstacles, Nate never gave up. I could even just tell from talking only with him for a few minutes that he has a resilient spirit and great energy. So it's no surprise to me that his friends helped him follow his dreams and once again, get back to Nashville. My friends did a GoFundMe to get me to Nashville. So they, they, they pitched in and did this fat GoFundMe. And um, I, I had about a month and a half before my lease started to move out here. So I just was like, all right, well, I'll just drive around America and just like, I visited my sister and my, my brother first, and then uh, I, I stayed in rest stops and I, I uh, camped in Colorado for a week, um, went to random towns in Kansas and um, like partied with people. Like I just had a good time, you know, I just met people and stuff. And then I finally got to Nashville and uh, a friend of mine knew Chief and Simon who signed me for management, but um, that's basically how the first step happened. So I got management pretty fast when I got here, which was pretty key, you know? Um, and then um, after I got management, um, like during, right before the management happened, uh, my, my song wildfire that I wrote, I would put up, um, on Spotify and everything. And, uh, a friend of mine named Kevin, who has a pretty big, uh, TikTok following, he's like, you really need to go on this app. And I'm like, I don't think it's for me. I don't really want to, I don't, I don't see myself dancing or anything. He's like, no, dude, like, I think it's going to be good for artists. Like, like music is going to be up and coming. This is like right before you saw more of that, you know, people, people sharing my new single coming out. Like that wasn't really a thing yet almost. Um, so I, I started, I, I did it. I, I was like, all right, let's try this. Nothing was really happening. And then I put up the wildfire video and then, uh, it's sort of, you know, uh, connected on there. And then like, I saw like my streaming numbers jumping up and everything. And then, then I, in the middle of that, I signed my management deal. And then um, about a month and a half later, I signed with Sony music publishing for, for, for songwriting. And, uh, the day that I did that, I had 14 bucks left in my, in my account. I was literally down to the, down to the absolute wire. Um, so then I started writing songs every day and um, using the platform more, using Instagram more. We, because of my management, I've been able to meet with TikTok and, and, and Instagram and like actually pick their brains and, and, and learn from them and stuff. So it's been really uh, educational. So I've been learning a lot. There's so much to learn. I mean, I put it up and then it was like, I was checking my phone. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm getting like, like a thousand views every couple of minutes. Like, and I was just watching this thing go up and like my follows started jumping. I was like, this is amazing. And um, I was realizing if you comment back to a lot of people that also kind of, they would go back to your, the video again, you know, to see your comment. And then the video is playing a couple of times where they're typing it. So that also helps started kind of figuring out that kind of stuff a little bit, but I genuinely want to connect with people, but like, it was also helping that, you know, I didn't know that at the time I was just like, Hey, thank you. Like, I appreciate it. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, that's like really helping. So, um, 
Yeah, that was the first video to kind of start doing that. TikTok came into a lot of our lives at such a crazy moment, but it also seems like it came just at the right time, especially for these artists. It's really been the perfect platform for people to share their stories and their messages while finding success. I was excited to hear what kind of advice and insight Nate had for anyone looking to use TikTok to boost their career. Sometimes I'm getting lucky and I'm, I'm just doing a lot of trial and error and um, just different things to keep people's attention is big. And um, uh, my, my, my other, I put out another song after that one called Under My Skin and, and, and like I put it on TikTok and like just a clip of the music video. And then it got like 500,000 views. Then the next one got 500,000 views. So I really look at the views, not as like a single video doing really well. If I do multiple videos that do pretty well, the combined views of that would be a million and a half. Like it would be with, you know what I mean? So like thinking of it like that has been like a big win for me, like just kind of doing it in pieces and like, just, just keep going, you know? So keep it short. Like don't, I wouldn't do the full minute. I mean, some people, then you'll get some fans that'll be like, I want to hear the whole thing, you know, all that stuff. But I'd say, figure out the part that has the most impact in the song maybe. And, and definitely use lyrics, use like words with it. Don't just put it up. Um, people do like the cover thing. That's kind of cool. And that can get lucky and stuff. But when you've got songs and stories that you can share from your life and stuff, they can kind of resonate sometimes a little bit more. So I'd say, keep your videos short, use words when you can like pictures and find the parts that are like the most, maybe your voice does something really cool in a spot or something, something that would catch somebody's attention, you know? TikTok is connecting all of us through music in a way that it's never done before. So it's no surprise that Nate has had some experience that's only happened to him thanks to the platform. With Under My Skin, I got so many comments and so many people reaching out, like asking me to play their weddings and, and like, hey, we're going to use this song for our first dance and stuff. And I'm like, gosh, if I could do a few of these, that would be awesome. So I've been trying to figure that out with my other schedule and stuff. But there was a couple that uh, got married in Nashville and uh, I just went ahead and surprised um, them. So like the, I talked to the groom and then we, we, tr we surprised the, the, the bride to be, and I showed up and played there cause I could, I could do that, you know? And um, yeah, it's just been like, that's been one thing that's really been amazing to see the comments, but I, I hear a lot of like, this is helping me through like, like one person said they were like in the lowest part of their life right at this current time. And they said the songs in general have been helping them and stuff. And I, I feel like that's really why I'm in this too. Is like, it's not like, like I, I do have some songs that are fun and party like, but my favorite songs, I feel like the ones that are connecting, like with at least with my fans are the ones that are really heartfelt and that really say something. And they, they give a little bit of hope, you know? And I think that that's, that's really like my, my whole like mission statement with my music is I grew up in church and stuff, you know, and, and I'm not trying to push it in that way necessarily, but I think I, I want to do songs that really, really, really get you right in the heart. And I think that's what I love about country music so much. And, you know, songs that make you want to pull over and, and call your mom, you know, that you haven't talked to in a while or like, you know what I mean? Like, like restoration and families and like, and like, I just really want to spread that, you know, that's kind of my whole goal. Wow. I just can't wrap my head around this, y'all. An app is skyrocketing these artists' careers and it really makes us think about music differently. So I was curious to know what Nate thought about his impact on the country music industry. I think it gives the power back to fans. I mean, I think that's that's really what it is. It, it gives them the ability to say, like, we want the song out, you know, the, the, the way that you can connect with them on there. They can get to know you more. It's more personable. Uh, you can share just short little things just to kind of test. I do a lot of that. So I'll put like, and I think it pisses off some of my fans a little bit, but I'll put little, little teasers on there and stuff just to be like, what do you guys think about 
this. And then if they go release it, release it, then I'm like, Oh shoot. Like, what am I going to do? Cause I can't just release it like really quick. But uh, I love that. I think it's cause you can talk to them. You can, you can duet them. You can do all these things, but definitely they, they have power again. And I think that's what has been missing a little bit in some ways and the music that is the way that we're connecting with people and, and you know fan and artist connection is like the key you know that's the whole thing so you can't there's no more of this like all right, here's the guy you're gonna all listen to it's like nah like we want to listen to who we want to listen to and then if that happens by a miracle then then you just keep building on that and giving them what they want since going viral on TikTok, Nate has been picked up by Sony Music Nashville and has been playing all over the country. I was actually lucky enough to see him open up for Willie Nelson this summer in Chicago. Can you believe it, guys? Willie Nelson. It's been a wild ride for Nate, but he's got some great things on the horizon. I've already recorded like seven songs for the record label. Um, already like they're getting mixed now and stuff so whether they all come out or not that's the that's the thing because we're going to pick the best and, and give everybody the best that we've got you know what i mean so um we're kind of sorting through those songs right now which is really fun it's been amazing um i've, I've cut i think one or two that i didn't write which was kind of fun and i'm super open to that I'm, I'm totally down for that i'm never gonna be like i'm not if i didn't write it like if it resonates with me and i feel like i can deliver that like then then i who am I to think I could write better songs than people that have like 40 numbers, you know? So I'm like, I'm so down for it, you know? Um, so definitely new music's coming. I'll be having a single coming out. I don't know when yet, but we're going to narrow down and do like probably a single first uh, with, with the label, like an official, like Nate's here with us and here's the whole official thing. So that's going to be super cool. Just did my photo shoot. So that'll be going along with all that, which has been really awesome. I got to work with Robbie Klein on pictures and yeah, yeah. And uh, Kim Parrott on Stylist, who's worked with Kane Brown. And yeah, it's just been amazing. She's she's so rad. <laughs> I'm going out with Whiskey Myers for a while. Um, I'll be doing that. And then I'm going out with Dwight Yoakam for a few dates. Um, so it's just it's good. It's going to be great. And then, um, yeah, just I'm writing almost every day, it seems like. And I'm taking a little bit of a halt right now because of tour. I can't, you know, do both. But just so grateful. And, and honestly, like I love the every part of being an artist, like the, the writing, the recording, all that stuff. But I definitely think that like some of the funnest parts are, are getting to play the songs out because the, to me, that's like, that's the reward for all the hard work. And then we get to connect with people and like sing the songs that hopefully they like. And it's, it's a dream come true. Honestly, it really is. North Carolina native Priscilla Block busted onto the country music scene in 2020. Thanks to her raw and real presence on TikTok. Although it seemed like an overnight success, Priscilla had spent a quite a bit of time pursuing her dreams and becoming a country singer. She shared with me what her experience was like prior to finding viral success. Yeah, so I've been in Nashville for seven years now. And a lot of people think that I'm like this overnight success that kind of came out of nowhere. And um, it's been a long, a long road, you know, um, I came out of here fresh out of high school. I did not know one person when I moved to Nashville. And I don't know, like I have just always been such a big dreamer. And I was like, I'm going to move to Nashville and go figure it out. So years of, you know, building my my crew of people, Sarah Jones, you know, a, a girl that I write with and she's in my band and we've just kind of been building this from the ground up for a long time, playing as many shows as we can. I'm working every single job that I could in Nashville to pay my bills. Um, but 
yeah, for so long, I'm like, how do I get people to notice? And um, any opportunity I would take, you know, give me five minutes to play somewhere, I'll show up and play. So it's been a long journey. And uh, then this past year was when everything just took off. Guys, I love that Priscilla dreams big. And I definitely think it's one of the reasons that she's been able to relate with her audience so well. But like a lot of people, she had little expectations from the app and what it could do for her career. When I, um, you know, downloaded TikTok, I had no clue it was ever going to be the platform that would help launch my career. Um, I, I thought it was this dancing app. Um, it was like two Christmases ago where um, my, si- my little sister was like, you should get on this app, TikTok. And so I downloaded over Christmas, you know, I'm like learning dances, you know, doing kind of all the things and um, kind of fast forward a little bit into the pandemic. um, The world is shut down and um, everybody's on TikTok and I'm just, you know, again, watching dances. I'm like impersonating the Kardashians. Like I had no clue that it would be such a platform for my, for my music. And, um, yeah, it just kind of like one day it was like a light bulb that turned on. I was like, what if I use, like, what if I just put my music on here? Like, let's see, you know, whatever. And so a lot of the videos were just me and my guitar kind of singing. Um, and I discovered really fast that it was my original songs that were really popping off. Um, which as an artist, you know, usually it's it's the cover songs that people love. They recognize, they're like, oh, you know, she did a cool spin on this. But it was mind-blowing that it was the original music. And then I was like, I can use this to push my, my music. And I don't know, I kind of just had this moment where I'm like, you know what, the world shut down and I can't play live shows right now. So I'm going to figure out social media. I actually remember the first time I stumbled upon Priscilla on TikTok in early 2020. Just like her, I was hungry for live music and loved how she shared her world with her fans and her original music. I mean, there's nothing better than a girl talking about taking charge of her own dreams. I love how determined she was to use the platform to make her dreams a reality. So I was curious to know what her experience was like with her first viral video on TikTok. Um, it was me singing in my kitchen about um, drinking till the quarantine's done. Um, I kind of did a rendition of whiskey glasses and I was like, I'm going to, you know, pour me another drink and I'm going to keep sipping till the quarantine's done. And that was the first video that kind of popped off. And um, then I have a song called PMS and Thick Thighs and those kind of started doing their thing. It's nuts because, you know, obviously there's so many social media platforms out there, but what was so shocking was how fast this was happening. And like, I would wake up and I'd be looking at my phone and I'm like, oh my gosh, like people are interacting. Like they're begging me. How do I go find your music? It was very crazy to see, um, just kind of how it was all playing out. And then I was like, this is, this is it. I really think it's wild and exciting how TikTok has put the power back into country music fans' hands. I mean, I love it. 
I really think it all comes down to how the app has made artists more accessible to us. It really feels like we're getting to have a personal relationship with our favorite country music stars. So I asked Priscilla why she thought her story was so relatable to the fans on TikTok. It's interesting because I hear I hear that all the time. Like, why do you think you're and I, I'm like, maybe because I don't overthink it. Um, I've never and I think that's why an app like TikTok worked so like well with me. Um, there's really no like filtering your personality, filtering that, you know, it's just what you see is kind of what you get. And um, I think people just I don't know, like. I don't know why it's 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 been what it's been, but I think it's just me not not filtering myself and really just putting out there who I am, the highs, the lows, and um, and getting the feedback from people makes you know me want to continue putting out that kind of content for everybody. I really loved my time chatting with Priscilla, and I love her great attitude. I can tell that she's proud of herself confident in her talents, and excited to share her journey with her fans. Because she was able to stay true to herself and build a following, she is now living out her dreams as a signed recording artist. So in typical backstage Bobby fashion, I had to know all the details about her experience with TikTok so far. You know, a lot of the energy and when I really threw everything into TikTok was during the pandemic. And there's nothing else that I can really do besides drink wine, you know, cry about life and make some videos. Um, it was crazy. I mean, I, you know, I posted different videos, different covers, you know, original stuff. And, you know, I'd have moments here and it was kind of like slowly, slowly, but kind of fastly growing. And it was just about over you. That was the song that, um, you know, completely blew up on TikTok. The other ones did something, but not the way that just about over you did. I mean, I had posted a work tape the day after I wrote the song on TikTok and it was just, there was no like game plan with it at all. It just truly organically happened, which is really special. Cause a lot of people are like, can you teach me? Like, how, what did you do? What was the game plan? And it's just like, I, ha I had no clue that it was going to play out the way that it did. And um, yeah, the day after I wrote that song, um, I was like, maybe I'll just see what people think, you know? And it just became this like massive storm on TikTok where people are like, we need this song. How do we get it? Oh my gosh, where do I find this? And I'm like, I wrote it yesterday, you know, just wild. And um, to the point where, that song was crowdfunded. There was fans all over the world that came together to help me record that song. And, um, you know, I just, I kept everyone very much involved. I let them choose the artwork. I brought them into the studio with me. I mean, it was very much of like a community thing that we all kind of did this together. And I think that's what made um, the release just so special. And, you know, we release a song and it goes number one on I, on the iTunes charts. And everyone's like, who is this girl? What, you know, Nashville's like shook. They're like, why don't, there's no way this is real. And it just shows you like the power of that app and the power of fans. And I mean, I'm this nobody that 
people kind of wanted to see win. And that was the day that I released the song. And that was the day that every label started calling. Just About Over You is one of my favorite songs right now. Is it just me or does that story give you guys chills? Priscilla used the power of TikTok to showcase her talent and grow an amazing community around her. I am so inspired by her hard work and her big, big dreams. But I was curious to know, what advice does Priscilla have for country music dreamers just like her? I think it's just not overthinking it. Put out the content that, you know, if you have a song, a new song, try it out. Put it on the app. Like, I don't think there's, I don't think that you can lose by putting out more content in the world. Again, people are either going to like it or they're not. But it could be one that people really, really love. And it could be the moment that kind of just takes you from here to there. It's always the videos that I don't think about that do so well. Now, if I game plan, I'm like, I'm going to sit down here and I'm going to play my guitar and sing these songs. Usually, like, they're okay. But if it's like, you know, I'm running through my house, there's stuff everywhere. I'm like, I should document the chaos in this house. And it's usually those videos that just do great. Needless to say that TikTok has helped so many people discover new artists and music. Priscilla shared with me a little bit about why she thought the app has become so impactful for both fans and artists. I think that it's now bringing visuals to songs that like people never thought of. You know, like we've heard that Tim McGraw song forever. And it's like now, I don't know, I'm such a visual person. So it's so cool, I think, for like country music fans and people to see like songs being used in like a day, like a life, you know, situation, you know, and and I don't know, I think it, it just brings more people together and more people are discovering, you know, country music. Wow, y'all. I mean, how can you not love Priscilla? I had a feeling that she had a few tricks up her sleeve for the rest of the year. So I had to ask, guys, what is next for Priscilla Black? Well, we are playing so many shows right now. I'm on the road with Ashley McBride, which is super special. Um, You know, playing tons of festivals and fairs and kind of all the things. Um, But new music's definitely coming. Um... Actually, Friday, I'm putting out an acoustic version of Just About Over You that I am so excited about. And it's like, it just takes the song, I feel like, to a different level. And it feels so like new and fresh, but it's on piano with violin and it's really, really pretty. So I'm excited for that. Um, But yeah, just, you know, playing all the shows and, you know, hopefully putting out some new stuff. The biggest thing that each of these artists have in common isn't just their success on TikTok. It's that each of them took a huge leap of faith without knowing what kind of response they would get. They took their skills and amplified them and in turn launched their careers into viral superstardom. I learned that their success wasn't as overnight as it appeared. These artists have been putting in years of hard work. And TikTok was just the platform that allowed their light to shine. I don't know about y'all, but as silly as it sounds, I'm so thankful for TikTok. Without the app, we wouldn't have some of these amazing country songs and artists that we have today. It really is crazy that it's had such a huge impact on the music industry as a whole. But truly the best part of all is that these artists have just begun. 
Be sure to keep an eye out for their upcoming projects, and you can even catch some of them out on the road now. George Burge has a debut EP coming out soon. Georgia Webster's debut EP, First Goodbye, is actually out now. My guy Nate Smith is busy touring and is on the road near you. Priscilla Block is actually out on tour with Ashley McBride. And guys, you can check out Priscilla Block's takeover on the All Country News Instagram story from her stop in L.A. She puts on quite a live show. I hope that if you guys haven't already, that you give each of these artists a listen and a follow. I loved getting to know them more and about their non-traditional country music journey. Once again, my name is Bobby Dixon, and I am the founder of Backstage Bobby, a country music news outlet that highlights Chicago's country music scene. Follow me on Instagram at Backstage Bobby, and be sure to subscribe to the Country Confidential podcast to hear more insider info directly from all of your favorite country music artists. Country Confidential. The All Country News Country Confidential podcast is produced by me, Ashley Kim. I also executive produce alongside my team at Horseshoe Media. You can submit your artist, organization, or event to us at allcountrynews.com for a chance to be featured. If you love this episode, please rate and review our podcast wherever you're listening. And a huge shout out to our friends from Restless Road who recorded our amazing theme music for this podcast. All Country News. For more, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at All Country News. Visit us at allcountrynews.com to join our birthday club and subscribe to our weekly industry newsletter. Check out a new episode of Country Confidential every month right here. All Country News.